Hello my digital friends, welcome to another episode of The Download. In this episode, we'll be talking about brand guidelines and whether businesses should have one or not. Here's Britain from Empact to dive into it a little more. Hey there, this is Britain from Empact and welcome back to another episode of The Download. Depending on how long you've been with us, thank you for staying with us or for anyone that's brand new. Hey, welcome to The Download. It's, it's great to have you guys here. And today is a fun one for me because branding is kind of like one of my things that I absolutely loved when it comes to any kind of like design work, anything like when I'm working with small businesses, like branding is just a lot of fun because it's about you. It's about the company. It's about culture. There's just like so many things that go into branding and identity that it's important for so many people. And what we're going to do kind of in this episode is take a look at brand guidelines specifically, because there's a lot of businesses out there that don't have brand guidelines and they kind of operate their business and they're doing a great job at it and they're busy. They're, you know, bringing in enough money to keep the lights on. They have had to some extent like customers that are either like diehard fans or how they're very loyal to that company so understandably, a lot of companies kind of take a step back and look at, well, a lot of people keep telling me like maybe an agency has come along and been like, hey, you really need some brand guidelines. And that company might be like, well, do I really? Like, I'm not Apple. I'm not like Google. Like they have brand guides, I guess. But like, does my company really need brand guidelines? And the answer to this question is very, it's not complicated, but it's interesting when you kind of look through and dive into what branding actually is. So it's going to be kind of one of those episodes where it's like, yes and no, depending on the situation. So let's look at brand guidelines and kind of zoom out to kind of discuss what this is all about. So Having a brand and having brand guidelines is essentially kind of describing what's the soul of the company. What is this company all about and why should people care about this company? And for a lot of people, that's very easy. Like you might be one of those companies that like people come to your business and they always buy the same thing, whether it's like food or like particular services. It could be that you're just, you know, a general store, or you might sell like apparel that have like different like slogans and stuff on them that make sense to that community. Or you're a restaurant that's like a very small restaurant, like a mom and pop restaurant that you just make the most incredible food and people always come and they have like the same breakfast, they have the same dinner and they just love your business just because of the service and the quality of things. So for people like that, branding is already happening and you don't even realize it. So really what it comes down to is putting in a writing, like what is the soul and what's the purpose of this company? That's really what a brand is about. It's about documenting who are you, what's your identity and making it obvious and really kind of nailing down like, yes, this is who we are. A lot of companies make the... Huh, kind of create their own issue and they like look at brand guidelines. It's like they write down kind of like what they think they are or what they are not, or even worse, they write down what they should be. 
And you absolutely should not write down who you should be because what ends up happening is you go into kind of like communicating your business out to the world. And if you feel like you need to be a certain way, that's not a brand. That could actually be very polarizing and very alienating because a customer might come along and be like, well, I don't think uh, your company is necessarily that way. And nothing is more obvious than when like a company tries to jump on like bandwagons for like, you know, different things that are happening that have absolutely nothing to do with their business. So the most important thing is when you see different things like out on like social media or around in your community, context is so important and context is only how that customer is going to understand what different stories and different things actually mean for that company. And that really needs to come back to who is the company today and who do we aspire to be, but not necessarily like coming across like fake or that like, this is who we think we are. No, absolutely do not do that. Look at who you are today and look at what you do great. What do you not do as great? What, what do you mean to your community and work from there? And a lot of that has to do with like moods and emotions. And you can easily capture like mood and emotions through like a writing style or through like the kind of type that you use or like the kind of colors that you use whenever you're putting together like marketing materials, whenever you're putting together stories. And that's really what the brand guidelines are there for is to help you understand who you are, what you represent, and then finding a good visual representation and bringing it all together to say, yes, this is what my business is all about. And that's really why the brand guideline should be created. So I would say start with understanding like who you are as a company first before you even start getting in the branding exercises. And sometimes companies may be big enough to where they start trying to figure out, okay, well, I'm getting bigger. You know, I'm having to push a little harder for advertising. I kind of want to expand out. So how do I properly do that? And Absolutely. A brand guideline is the best first step and sitting down with a professional and really kind of guide them through like the history of your company, figuring out who you are today, where you're headed. And you can work with that person to identify like the next best steps for documenting everything that you're about and then going in and figuring out how do we now capture that from a visual representation and looking at different styles for like photography, looking at different styles for like type and the way that you say things like it's really about this tone. It's really about like setting this definition of this is who we are. We're here to stay. And this is what you should know about us. So now we're going to dive into like, well, what what exactly is part of a brand guide? And it's, we've already kind of talked about that a little bit, you know, just a little bit ago where it's a combination of the kind of imagery that, you know, best represents our brand or our company. It's about the type, like, are you a playful company? Should we be looking at like playful type? Or are you more like maybe like a professional service? Like if you're a lawyer or a real estate agent, maybe you want something that's a little bit more buttoned up, but maybe not like so serious that you come across as just kind of this like, huh? not like monotonous being, but kind of like this monolith of a company or organization. So a lot of that needs to be considered as looking at like tone, looking at like how playful is the company, how playful are the owners. 
and really kind of bringing that all together to make this one cohesive piece. And it should happen over various meetings. It's not going to get captured in one meeting. It's not one session where you go through the whole story with your professional and be like, okay, this is what we're all about. We've been in business for so long and, you know, we use these colors because we like these colors. You really need to come into those sessions with a good understanding of what you know and don't know. And so does the professional that's working with you. Like someone like me, for example, when I go to like different companies, I'm not going to on that first visit be like, okay, you know, (laughs) based on like this, you know, 20, 30 minute conversation about you, I absolutely know everything because I can guarantee you, I do not know everything about you. And not a lot of companies or agencies can come along and even say that if they do tell you that they're just straight up lying to you. So it's a couple of different sessions. It's looking at like, are they able to visit your location and experience what it's like on a daily basis? Are they able to kind of take everything in and identify like, this is what the company has right now. This is what they really should have. And at least like give recommendations. Like there's nothing worse than a company coming in and saying like, you absolutely need to do like A, B and C because sometimes that can be very uncomfortable for the business. So it's having this good understanding of where does the business sit today and how does the branding need to reflect that? So that's a very important distinction in branding is figuring out who are we today so we can capture who we are today. And then as we start to make pivots in like different markets or different like locations, we can start adapting the materials to slowly kind of morph this brands into something that we want it to be instead of what we think it just should be. Because if we think of just like what it should be, it's not going to be authentic. It's, it's never going to come across as authentic. It's a slow moving ship. You have to learn to adapt with it and it takes a while. It takes a long time and you can only expect your audience to do the same thing. They're only going to understand where you're headed if you can slowly pivot with them and understand where you're at in the market. So you can put together materials that actually make sense. And I cannot stress enough the importance of like tone and looking at like what kind of stories are you engaging with? What kind of stories do you share? Because part of branding is also inviting people in to learn more about you. It's not always about the offer of the day. It's not always about like, oh, here's this holiday that's coming up. Like everyone does holidays. That's great. Everyone has their own spin on different things. But what makes your company stand out from the rest? Like sometimes there's like I can think of like restaurants where they have like special deals because of like the owner happened to be in like the military. So there's like a special military discount. Those are the kind of things I'm talking about is looking at what is your flavor that you're bringing to the company that makes you unique. And that can be very hard because some companies it's like it's hard to distinguish between like one agency to another agency or like one company to another company, like to the most, to most people, it's like they offer the same things, but it's never really like a hundred percent of the time. It's not going to be about price. Like price might be a really big factor, but I could guarantee you that one of the biggest factors in purchasing decisions when it comes to like customers interacting with your business, it's really going to be about what is the personality that I'm engaging with? What's the personality that I'm talking with? That's such an important factor. Like you need to be likable, 
you have to be someone that someone could like approach and be like, you are an amazing person to talk to, whether it's you as the owner or your employees. I mean, that's part of the branding process, too, is figuring out, like, are my employees representing the brands how everyone else is expecting us to be represented? So it's so important to vet people and get a good understanding of why are they coming to the company? And a lot of people like to like talk about culture fit and whatnot. And culture fit is absolutely like one of those big things. But don't let culture fit alone dictate whether you hire someone or not. It's about the opportunity. So it's about what's this opportunity if someone may not necessarily like understand the brand today, will they be able to understand the brand tomorrow? And a lot of it has to do with going in that mind. If you cannot go into your own mind about what you represent to your community, how can you expect to go into anyone else's mind about like, they're going to be a culture fit for my company. They're going to be, you know, this amazing asset. They're going to be absolutely amazing with the customers. So to really kind of tie everything all together, as far as like an easy step-to-step process to identify when it's time to get a brand guideline, one, it's really going to be about where are you in your company's journey? And then two, what is it about your company that makes it unique today? Three, get a good understanding from the outside, how the community views your company. Step four, document all of that. So look at, okay, let's document like some of the things I care about. Let's talk about or document like the vision, maybe document like some words that you want associated to your company and to your brand. And then you start pivoting towards actually putting it in writing, putting it to visual representation of, you know, to align with all these different values, to align to these different elements. We need to look at photography being used. We need to look at the way that the typography is being used and what kind of type we should be using. What kind of colors actually best represent not only like this industry, but this company and this brand and everything that kind of culminates with this thing. And that's really the best advice that I'd have for all of you. And if you do need help, I mean, not to plug myself, but I would love to sit down with anyone if you need to talk about like your branding initiatives and talk about like, you know, what kind of steps are you trying to take to make a bigger imprint on your community? And does that potentially involve building a brand guide? And that is it. So if you have any questions about like branding and setting up guidelines, definitely let me know. Hi, send me a message at blawrence38 on Twitter, or you can go on to like impact.co and follow because I would love to continue having these conversations with everyone, whether it's on my personal Twitter, whether it's on the business Twitter, like we need to have these conversations. They're amazing conversations to have and ones that should continue. So yeah, make sure that you subscribe, make sure that you follow the podcast. We're going to be talking about all kinds of things, whether it's branding related, marketing related, and finding your business's voice. Other than that, thank you for tuning in. I look forward to chatting with you all again in the future. Thank you for tuning into this episode of The Download. Branding is an important exercise for all companies regardless how big or small they are. Make sure to follow Britain on Twitter at blawrence38 and give the podcast a follow so you're updated on future episodes.